Welcome to the Campus Rush Podcast. We believe that God will speak through this word and meet you right at the point of your need. We hope that God will bless you through this message. Uh, I have a short word for you tonight, and I know that God is going to speak. I'm actually, you know, in transit on my way to London, uh, but uh, I, I just made all arrangements possible because I wanted to be here tonight to share this word. My plane leaves in an hour and so I'm gonna preach like there's no tomorrow Matthew 6 verses 9 Matthew 6 verses 9 says in this matter therefore pray can you read this we all know this prayer let's pray it one two three go Oh, we're sounding like an unorganized church. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> one, two, three, and go. Oh, you guys already sang it before it goes. Multimedia, let's go. Verses 10. One, two, three, go. That's right. I'm preaching tonight on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. I'm preaching tonight on earth as it is in heaven. What needs to happen on earth? everything that God has designed in heaven. Everything that God has designed for you in heaven needs to happen on earth. Don't you agree? Do you want to always live a life where uh, uh, everything in your life is not adding up? Listen, let me tell you, there's, there's, there's answers in heaven that you just need to open up your spirit and tap into them for earth. There's breakthroughs in heaven that you just need to open up your spirit and tap them and bring them from heaven to earth. And God is about to do something in this room tonight where he's going to shift your position. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, so I'm taking my time and I'm not preaching yet. But God is about to shift your position and he's going to bring you in alignment so that everything in heaven will fall on your lap right here on earth. You know, blessings from heaven can be falling from heaven to earth, but if you're in the wrong position, you'll never get that blessing. If you're, positioned, if you're not positioned for the glory to touch your life, it will never touch your life. But I'm, I'm here to tell somebody that you need to just pick up your bags and shift so that the rain of glory can come upon your life. You need to pick up your bags. And when I say, I said shift. Pick up your bags and shift. Take your position from where it was and bring it deeper in God so that the rain of heaven can come upon your life. Because what God is getting ready to do in this church, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, nor has it entered into the thoughts and imaginations of man where God is about to take you. Now let me just say this. This is not a one week, one week motivational speaking that I do. This is not a come here for a life class that you just go and you get energized and pumped up for the next week. This is a supernatural shift. And I'm coming to tell somebody in this place that God is getting ready to downpour from heaven onto earth and he's looking for you to be in the right position so that everything that's in heaven can come down on earth. If you agree, say I agree. Please be seated. It says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You look at that word will, that means that there's two things there, God's will and your will. Your will and God's will. At all times you have two decisions to make. Will I follow God's plan? Or mine God's plan or mine whatever it is it's all dependent on will you follow God or will you follow yourself and sometimes we like to lie to ourselves and like to believe that this is really God but when actuality it's our own self 
you always have two options. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you this. Now, this is not in every case, but in most cases and experiences in my life where I've witnessed it, many times when I want to follow my own path and my own will, yes, it gets me happiness, but the happiness fades after some time. Anybody in here like this? I'm being completely real tonight. You, you think that it's God. You think that, yo, man, this is, this is the plan for me. This is the school for me. This is the relationship for me. This is the business for me. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's all about me, 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 and me. And then what begins to happen? You choose that plan, and then all of a sudden you're happy momentarily because happiness is momentary. You won't be happy forever. There'll be times where life will go like a roller coaster, and it's your faith in God and being in the presence of God that sustains your joy through the rough patches and the up and downs and the roller coasters of life. But if you depend on yourself to get you through those times, there will be a moment where you will fall and you will say, God, how did I get to this point? I'm here to preach to somebody in this place that even though you're in a position where you feel as though, God, I thought this was the plan, God is telling me to tell somebody, shift! Shout it after me, say shift. You don't shout it, shout it like a believer, say shift. God is getting ready to shift your finances. He's getting ready to shift your education. He's getting ready to, oh Jesus. God is getting ready to shift you into your level of destiny. Listen, you've been in a position for too long where people have been looking to you and people have been saying, I thought that church was for you. I thought that God was for you. And you're looking at yourself and you're saying, I thought it was for me too, but where are the blessings? God is telling me to tell somebody, your blessings are in your shift. Your miracle is in your shift. See, blind Bartimaeus, he didn't stay where he was. He walked towards Jesus. Your miracle won't come to you. You have to make strides towards it. You have to take three steps forward. Say, I'm making strides. I'm making strides. You got to make strides towards what God wants to do in your life. Because it's going to happen as it is in heaven on earth, dependent on your positioning. Good God. Please be seated. Please be seated. Number one, your will many times will lead to your own individual happiness. Get this, number two, God's will leads to blessings. Your will leads to happiness. God's will leads to blessing. I was talking to my dad. We had a long conversation the other day, and he told me this. He said, Cove, how come many times when it comes to young people or when it comes to children of God in general, they always want the easy way out. They always want to be able to say, this is what God wants to do for me, what I believe God wants to do for me, and I know what's going to make me happy. But then they look at the actual will of God, the perfect will of God, and they begin to stare at it and say, mm, it looks as though it's going to be a little bit tough for me. But, but that my dad was telling me one thing. He said, Kofi, that God looks for what can bring your blessing, not what will give you and make you happy. Let me say this. God is always looking for who is the carrier of your blessing, whether it is an individual, whether if it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a fiance, a business, a job, or whatever it is. God is saying, will that thing bring you closer to your destiny and your blessing? If not, then it's not for you. It may make you happy, but happiness is momentary. Get this. Happiness is momentary. Write this down. Happiness is momentary. Blessings are transgenerational. 
Do you know that God can bless you, Nick, so much so that your grandchildren are being blessed right now just because you're serving here? Blessings know no limits. They know no boundaries. Many of you guys are in this room and you're just walking in the blessings of your grandparents. The prayers of your mothers that have kept you here. Blessings are transgenerational. They go from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. You can't even put your happiness in your friend. God will always look for this. He always says this, I'm looking for what will bring you your blessing. And it may not be in a package that will make you happy. But let me tell you something. Happiness is a decision. Joy is what's found in the presence of God. Now, do you know that you can bring a, a, a deer to the river, but you can't force them to drink? Do you know you can be in the presence of God? Because the Bible says that in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. So it means that there is fullness of joy right here in the presence of God. So do you know what that means? That means that the moment you walk into this place, if you were depressed before you walked in here, you have no choice but to be happy only if you avail yourself. Because this is an atmosphere where God is and his presence is here. So it says in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. So joy is found here. Peace is found here. Breakthrough is found here. The only thing limiting it is yourself. Happiness is momentary. Blessings are transgenerational. Number, number, number. Let me, let me quickly go to Psalm 1611. Before I run out of this place, Psalm 16, verses 11. I want to read this so you get it, so you know I'm preaching Bible. Psalm 16, verses 11. If we can go there really quickly in our Bibles and turn to it. Psalm 16, verses 11. I think we're having some difficulties with that. Can someone just, can you prop it up on your phone or something and read it out? I think we're having some difficulties with that, with the system tonight. Somebody just prop it open and read it for me. There it is. It's all good. We're up there. Let's clap for them. It's not easy doing that job. I know, it's, I know it's tough. I know it's tough today. It says this, 11, verses 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You will show me the path of life. God, you will direct me. You will show me where I am to go. Have you ever been in a place in your life where you're at a crossroads and you don't know what to do? God says this, that you will show me the path of life. You will show me, but get this, sometimes in taking God's plans, the Bible says that we first must lose our life to get it. So we, can I go deeper a little bit? Right before I go, can I go deeper? Right before I go to London, can I go a little deeper? It says this, that, 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 that you will show me the path of life. But sometimes in order to get our lives, the Bible says we must lose our lives. So many times we look at the blessing and it doesn't look appealing because it's not coming in the package you expected it to come in. But it carries your blessing in there. You may be walking by that very guy that God has for you every day, but because it's not in the package, you don't think it's for you. It can't be him. But let me tell you this. You may go with somebody that will make you happy momentarily. But blessings are transgenerational. You may find the guy that doesn't look like he can be the right one. But God has your blessing in that guy. God has your next level in that guy. And all the brothers say amen. Helping the brothers out tonight. Let me tell you, let me tell you this right before I go. Two things happen. 
Abraham, a man in the Bible, followed God's plan, followed God's will, uh, heeded to the voice of God, and he left his comfort zone. The Bible says that God spoke to him and said, Abraham, leave your father and your mother and go to a land that I have prepared for you. I'm bringing you to a promised land. You don't even know where it is, but I'm bringing you there. I speak that over somebody's life. God is about to just supernaturally catapult you to the place you've always desired to be. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, you didn't hear that. I said, God is getting ready to catapult. You know what a catapult means? A catapult means that you're in one position, but then supernatural grace and speed is on your life that brings you from point A to point B, and you didn't even have to walk. You were riding on the wings of eagles, riding on the wings of angels. May that be your testimony. You're about to ride on the wings of eagles. You're about to ride on the wings of angels. God is about to take you to your next level. Without walking, you're going to fly. Somebody say, I'm flying. Abraham left. Please be seated. I have five minutes. I got to go. Abraham said this. Abraham said, God, I will go wherever you tell me to go, whatever you tell me to do. Now, there's this other man in the Bible named Samson. And, and everybody knew that Samson was making the wrong decision with his wife, this girl named Delilah. But Samson didn't listen. Samson wanted momentary happiness. But Abraham understood that the, his decision and his sacrifice of today would benefit his family for generations and generations to come. You see, let me tell you that your decision of obedience today is for your generations to come. You know, by you actually just abstaining and just not having sex, do you know what that is doing for your grandchildren? Do, do, do you? Oh, good God. Do, do you know what that is doing for your grandchildren? They are getting to ready to live a life without lust, a life without struggle, a life without sweat. Why? Because you made a decision to be righteous and holy and stand right before God. The sacrifices of today are for the blessings of tomorrow. Now, just because you don't see the harvest today doesn't mean your sacrifice is not working. Tell somebody, I got seed in the ground. Tap three people, say, I got seed in your ground. Let me tell you something. Your sacrifice is a seed. Your time is a seed. Your abstinence is a seed. The fact you don't go out and party with everybody is a seed. Your fact of living devoted to God is a seed. Not only will you see it in your lifetime, but because you've denied momentary happiness for a transgenerational blessing, your children's 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 will be blessed. God didn't create you to fit in. He created you to be a misfit. Stop trying to fit into a culture that never was designed for you. We are the culture. Other people are repelling it. Y'all ain't with me tonight. Oh, y'all ain't with me tonight. Hey, get the car ready. We got to go. I got to board in 10 minutes. Lee, God. Oh, sweet God. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Let me tell you. That the things that God has called you for is, is, is not what other people would see as a benefit for today. But you don't live for today. You live for tomorrow. 
The problem with our generation is that our generation lives for what the hype is today. What is the hottest shoes out right now? What, what is the hottest dance out right now? And it's good to be culturally known. You have to be culturally relevant. It's important. There's a place for it. But when your life becomes consumed by the culture and then you say, I'm a believer, but your life is consumed by the culture, you're at a crossroad in your life where you have to pick and choose because at one point, the scripture will come up that says, unless a wheat should fall down and die, it will not produce the fruit that it needs to, to produce. Heeding to the voice of God, obedience to the voice of God, following God's will over your will is what I call brokenness now get this before I go brokenness leads to multiplication I once heard a woman of God said this that Jesus was at the table with his disciples and before he, he began to give the bread out to all of his disciples he first broke it before he gave it out you, you can't see the world and preach around until God breaks you l l listen preachers in the room ministry people in the room until God gives you the mic to travel around the world like I'm about to do right now, you have to first be broken. The days where I was broken in my room, you, you didn't see those days. You see the days of today, but you don't know the times where I used to toil and tear and say, God, where are you? You don't know the times where I used to cry in my room and say, God, have you really called me? God, am I really called for this? You see the byproduct and the end product, but you don't see where we've started from because to every glory, there's a story. And I'm telling you that the story of a man and a woman of God is a story of brokenness because first, if you pick up God's will, you first have to be broken to be able to heed to his voice. Jesus oh my gosh someone say brokenness produces multiplication you want to follow God's will the Bible says like I said today let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven what does that mean that means God I want to be broken for you whatever your will is for my life I want to step into that whatever your mandate for my life is I want to walk in that but I have a question before you as I catch my flight tonight I have a question for you how broken are you for Jesus you're available but are you broken you're serving but have you been broken you're a pastor but have you been broken the Bible says unless we lose our life, we don't get our life. Many of us are looking at the life we could live through other people, but we're in this step thinking that we're living the life God wants for us, but we're actually not living the life yet. We're looking at what could be. We're looking at what, 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 what could be if we allow ourselves to be broken. But I have a, a, a mandate for you tonight. I have just a simple request for you tonight that if you would just get broken enough for God, if you would just tell God, listen, I lay it all on the altar for you. Like, I, I don't know what, what else are you looking for? What else are you looking for? Everything you need is found in the presence of God. Happiness is momentary. But, but when you decide to take on God, the blessings are transgenerational. I want you to lift your hands all over this place. As I call the pastors, we're going to go into some time of ministration right here. But I want you to pray out in this place and say, God, I want to be more broken for you. Let, let me tell you something. You need to be broken for God. Brokenness produces the multiplication. When, when Abraham came and he took that step, God said, Abraham, look at the stars. As many as the stars that are here, I will make you your generation this great. Because of one step of obedience and brokenness to the will of God, God said, I will multiply you. Do you know how much multiplication is waiting on the other side of your brokenness? 
Come on, somebody begin to pray out to God and say, God, I want to be broken in this place. Say, God, I want to be broken in this place. Thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. If you enjoyed this message and want to partner with us, visit us at www.campusrush.org to become a global partner or to partner with us in giving.